0: Day eleven, Americans tramp behind enemy lines. I will tell you I'm, the level of fury and anger. I was just watching Secretary of State suck up and take lectures on human rights from the communist Chinese Blinken. It seems like he's blacked out, um, saying, "Well, there's there will be now no deadlines on the evacuation of Americans." Okay, he's thinking, "Well, maybe maybe they've actually changed their minds." Well, it then when asked, well, what happens to the Americans once the military leaves by the August 31st deadline? He says, well, we will use every diplomatic and and economic assistance tool in our arsenal. <laughs> tool economic. Let me let me translate that for you. We'll pay a ransom for the hostages that are left that we are going to leave behind. Uh, but we got 114 countries now. They're going to join us in pressuring them as if they're going to give a flying rip at the new Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan because they will not care how naive, how dumb, how stupid are these people. The worst part of this to me is the following. And we've been showing this map and I I kept I, I kept telling my team last night while the show was going on on TV. We have put a time-lapsed map together of the Taliban's march from early May, mid-May, late May, early June, mid-June, late June, early July, mid-July, into late July to where we are today in their takeover of Kabul. And it was clear as day in May what was happening, that the Afghan army that Joe was bragging about just a couple of short weeks ago is sort of the best trained in the entire world. This is they got three hundred thousand and they even have an air force and everything. Well now we kinda gave you know, now now we've given our Black Hawk uh helicopters, uh Joe left them for the Taliban. So now they're one of the best armed uh terrorist groups In the world, on top of everything else and all the other munitions and up armored Humvees and vehicles and weapons and munitions, you name it, we left it, you know, estimates as high as 80 billion dollars worth of of American military might just left there because there were no provisions made when it would have been easy. The deal that Donald Trump struck was predicated first on a phone call with the president of the United States at the time, Donald Trump. We'll play him later in the program, what he said in 2017, and how he first wanted to pull out right away and realized this is where they staged the 9-11 attacks, and and we needed to get conditions right for a withdrawal. A hasty withdrawal would be a bad idea, and he changed his mind. He altered his plan. But when he finally got to the point where the Taliban was under full control— And that there was a moment, oh, they negotiated with the Taliban. But the conversation, and I've now had it confirmed by President Trump himself, Mike Pompeo, Mark Meadows, I wish they would release the transcript of this call. They love to release transcripts of calls with Donald Trump and foreign leaders, but apparently not this one for some reason. I I can imagine why. And the conversation, as told to me, confirmed by numerous sources, went something like this, I'm paraphrasing, Um, before we ever talk about any deal, let me make one thing extraordinarily clear to you and that you need to understand deeply my commitment that if we do make a deal, if you violate, if every die I on that paper that is signed is not dotted and every T is not crossed and you don't follow Every single comma and period in that agreement, I will obliterate you. I will wipe your ass out, period. That was the first thing. And then the president reminded the head of the Taliban what he did to ISIS and how he destroyed the caliphate. And then something to the effect of what I have planned for you is much worse. And apparently the question came back, you mean you'd unload everything you got? And the answer went back, that is correct. Do you understand me? Apparently Trump stopped and said, do you fully, completely understand before we even discuss any deal? And then the guy said, yeah, I understand completely. Now, in almost the last 18 months of the Trump presidency, not one American was killed. Not one in Afghanistan not a single American the Taliban didn't go on the march that they began in in what April and then May and then June and July taking over the country Joe Biden is telling us how great the best trained military on the face of the earth the Afghan military and they didn't do it when Trump was president they didn't do it Included in this deal was conditions-based withdrawal, conditions on the ground. It also included America keeping Pagrom Air Force Base. We built it, might as well keep it for other strategic purposes. Uh, It also included the promise that they will be obliterated if they interfered or hurt a single American. None of this happened with Biden. And in this time-lapsed, map that I've been airing on television it shows you how quickly the Taliban took control of the entire country it's not like they couldn't see it because it was happening in real time the CIA according to my sources Hannah you must have really good sources they left six to seven weeks ago and I'm told by the way that in no uncertain terms That the CIA informed Joe Biden and the Secretary of State and the National Security Advisor and the Joint Chiefs and the Defense Department exactly what was happening. They didn't hide it from Biden. And my guess is that, mark these words, put a little asterisk at this time right here, Panity Prediction. One day, we're going to get all the documents and we're going to get all the intel reports, all the dire warnings, that Joe Biden ignored, assuming we're now in a position where we're going to leave thousands of Americans behind. Now, my sources again today, I'm trying to get a number, trying to get it around a number. And let me just say a couple of things, because I talked to a lot of people today. And one of the things that that struck me in my conversations with my my sources is that they have no idea how many Americans are still left behind enemy lines. Number one. Number two, we do know that the numbers are in the thousands. Number three, I was told in no uncertain terms that, in fact, the, what Biden is telling us and Jen Psaki is telling us is completely at odds with what they are being told By our intelligence community, that's on the ground. They are lying to us. And that, too, prediction time, those documents will reveal this great lie. And that they had every indication. They had all the time in the world as the Taliban was on the march. Now, they had a number of options. We had complete control of Kabul. and, And we could have started striking the Taliban. I mean, military weaponry, modern military technology is... You know, this, this is the difference. We'll never, we should never, ever think about sending our national treasure, our sons and da- daughters, door to door, you know, banging on doors in, in Iraq and in Baghdad, you know, only to get blown up by an IED, you know, because we have the, the pinpoint accuracy. We can win wars. We defeated the caliphate by pushing buttons in, in our facilities in Tampa, Florida and elsewhere. Stuff that things that David Petraeus has been telling us. These are options. As the Taliban was on the march, we had the option of of pushing them back and blowing them to smithereens because we can see them. We can identify them. That's how great our intelligence gathering is. The 99 percent in the intel community, they're amazing people. The 99, not the 1 percent that I criticize. I always make the distinction. You know why? Because the people that do protect us are the best at what they do. And many of them risk their lives in ways that we'll never know. Same with the FBI, the 99%. They do such a phenomenal job. So I say all of this, so we've got thousands of Americans. We've got an artificial deadline, Joe has agreed to. Now we have the Secretary of State, and saying the Taliban controls Kabul, is in largely control of everything. In spite of Jen Psaki's claims of su- success, great success here, we have story after story of Americans with passports that can't get to the airport because they're being turned around by the Taliban. And that basically we're told we're being told that Americans will be left behind. But we our hearts are not supposed to be troubled because Tony Blinken makes the comment that well, well what happens you know when the you know if we don't evacuate some Americans he said there's no deadline for that. But then the next question, the media did very very good. State Department says, "Well, 4500 Americans evacuated since August 14th." Okay, so 4500 since August 14th. You know, wasn't that around when Biden was saying there's 15,000? So that's, you know, uh, that, that we still we're, we're not in sync here. In other words, we got 10,000. And it was when I I paused when I was speaking with one of my sources today that knows. I said, how many? How many people are we talking about? And he said, Sean, listen to me. Thousands and thousands and thousands. And, we, and we can't, we're not going to get them all out. I was told that directly. Adam Schiff is even saying it publicly. So I'll use his words to corroborate. Never told the truth in his life. He's telling the truth here because he knows this. You know why he did this? This is a CYA for him and every Democrat on the Intel Committee. And so uh, now, now Blinken can say all he wants. There's no deadline for evacuating Americans. Then the media asked a good question. Well, what happens when our military leaves in, in five and a half days? Well, that's a good question. Um, we'll use every diplomatic and economic tool in our arsenal. I'm like, economic assistant tool in our arsenal. I'm like, <laughs> so the military leaves Americans behind enemy lines in the hands of terrorists, the Taliban, and you're basically saying, well, we'll we're going to offer, we'll, we'll buy their way out? <laughs> Jeez, that would give me such confidence. And we learned that the G7 Europe, apparently the reason Joe was four or five hours late, they were begging him, trying to convince him to extend the Afghanistan troop withdrawal date. While the Brits, the French, the Dutch, they've been sending their troops behind enemy lines. It was one other piece of intel I got today, that we have special forces on the ground that are chomping at the bit. They are begging to go save Americans. This is what they train for. They are livid and apoplectic that they're not being allowed to do their job. That's the truth, too. 800 941 We'll give you the latest news and information. I promise you won't get from the mob as we continue.